If we don't start having conversations, asking questions in these uncertain times, how do we overcome the unknown? When your moments of today are controlled by your thoughts of tomorrow, when do the problems of yesterday catch up with your someday I'll take time and get around to it life as we know it keeps changing we search for answers and find new reasons welcome to the podcast I'm your host Deshaun Brown this is the podcast new equals reason in a world where the unknown keeps us learning daily together we journey into the new it equals the reason to have a conversation about it. If we all plant good seeds today, our food for thought for tomorrow will be plentiful for the future. On this episode, I want to talk about ALS, which is better known as the Lou Gehrig's disease. I want to use Uh, my platform to bring awareness to it in the last couple years I have come to know of a good friend's father-in-law who has uh, been diagnosed with ALS and watching uh, the things that they do with him and the effects it has on a body and talking to my friend about doctor's appointments and, you know, how he's handling new medications and sitting with him myself. Uh, it's come more on my mind to want to bring awareness uh, to this. And I met with him yesterday uh, talked to him for about 45 minutes and with all the doctors that he has to go visit every three months which is a five hour drive and he's about two years in from when he was diagnosed uh, he has to be in a permanent wheelchair in a car which basically, you know, he rides it up the ramp, it locks in, which was had to be custom fit. And when he gets in the car, he's in the front, so it locks in, and they drive almost five hours. Then they're in the doctor's office about five hours. He sees about nine different doctors. And then they come back another five hours. So it's an extremely long day. I could imagine the stress levels, the the things that they have to go through. And he was explaining to me um, some of the things that, you know, he has to do before he sees these doctors. So he was saying that, um, you know, sometimes you can't eat because of the medications when they do the throat scopes and uh, things like that and just talking to my friend over the years and going to their house and then been around him his father-in-law 
uh, worked every day since he was a, a teenager. He's had the same job till he retired. And that was, uh, I think, three or four years ago. And they have a form. So not only did he get up early and go to work, do his time at work, he'd get home and every day he'd work on the form. So he was a very active person, never just sat around, never just, you know, laid in the bed all day. I mean, every time I had seen him myself, I'd be out with my co-worker, which is my friend, um, He'd always be on the farm, you know, they'd be cutting hay, corn, uh, asking me if I wanted to get out there and help. You know, they got the big tractors out, they're doing real farm work. And when you know somebody that, that that's that active and you get to be diagnosed with something like this, um, they go from being really active to basically sitting in a wheelchair because of the way this disease affects the body. It basically shuts down all your organs to where you can't breathe and you can't eat. And the easiest way to describe what happens is you die of suffocation. And there's no cure for it. And it's really, you know, sad to know you have to watch somebody just go out that way because it's a pretty steadily um, aggressive disease from what they're explaining to me. I've I've never uh, been around anybody who's had it. Um, so I'm learning from, you know, what they're telling me. And like I said, I just want to bring awareness to it. And I got on ALS.org, which is a site if you want any more information uh, it's a good site and you know I just want to make sure that I'm aware of what I'm reading and what I'm saying and the awareness color is red but a lot of people wear blue for Lou Gehrig I did not know that and they have some facts on here about ALS uh, 5,000 plus people are diagnosed a year. Two to five years is the average life expectancy. And like I said, he's within two. And they said you can live up to seven. And after his last check, I think they told him, you know, he's slowing. He didn't progress as fast as they normally see. And so that was a really good sign. Uh, that it's slow progressing with him right now. A uh, 10% of the cases are inherited through a gene. You know, and that's another thing, you know, that you feel for the families is, was this passed on? You know, is there anything you can check early? Uh, those type of things I could imagine run through a family's head when you hear things like that. 90% of the cases occur without family history. And from my understanding, nobody else in his family has had this. I think he's the first one. Every 90 minutes, someone's diagnosed 
or someone passes away from ALS, um, yeah, it has a non-cure label all over it. Only four drugs are currently approved by the U.S. FDA to treat ALS. Uh, he was telling me a price on one. Um, if you don't have insurance, it is extremely, extremely expensive. Uh, one of probably one of your more expensive drugs. A uh, two billion is the estimate cost to develop a drug to slow or stop the progression of ALS. When you read that going on in 2020 with the COVID and all the other problems that's happening and all the money that's being passed out, to me that's that just sounds like a, a drop in the bucket. If this is something we can uh, keep families from suffering and people from suffering and having these this disease. Uh, slowly wear them down. Uh, it would only make sense that I don't that the government would, you know, do some grants and loans and research and you know get on board. I'd like to see the government get more involved in helping people with all types of diseases that you know, with money, there could be a cure or there's a strong feel that with a certain amount of money you could get a cure to slow it down or, you know, some work in progress. 250000 is the estimated out-of-pocket cost for caring with a person with ALS. And, and that's a, a lot of money in the sense of, you know, paper. But as far as, you know, when you love somebody and you care about somebody, I don't even think any family would hesitate to spend that kind of money. You know, you can't put a price on love and, uh, you know, somebody that you grew up with and cherish. And so, to me, that's that would just a drop in the bucket for, you know, spending time with somebody. Especially when you know there's no cure. Uh, some of the symptoms they have on here, progressive loss of muscle control, that is true, that is uh, something you see in a person with ALS, um, they gradually lose the ability to speak, swallow, walk, grabs objects, move, and breathe. Um, I know... When I go sit with my friend and his father-in-law, we talk to him. Um, he's in his wheelchair, and you can see noticeably how the muscles you can't really control. The diagnose, difficult to diagnose. ALS is often diagnosed by ruling out other disease, which may take months or years. Military veterans are more likely to get ALS. ALS impacts veterans regardless of the branch of service in and affects those who serve in both peacetime and war. Now, I haven't done any research on the veteran part, so I really won't speak on 
that part. Um, but I thought that was interesting that that was on there. Because um, I don't know if that's just where you're, you know, overseas. I'm not quite sure on how all that plays a part. Uh, it did say peacetime and war, so there's a lot of things, I guess, that go on. I've not been in the military myself, so I couldn't speak on that. And there is a story on Lou Gehrig on here in his history and I think he was probably the most famous person to have it it's probably the easiest way to put it um what is ALS it talks about the disease um there it is. See the Ice Bucket Challenge. I remember the Ice Bucket Challenge coming out. And I think it was more of a social media thing. And I didn't realize it was for ALS at the time. And I know you don't see it a lot anymore like you used to. But it's, it's interesting to know, you know, that... Um, that is something that it brings awareness. Things like that are being done to bring awareness to certain uh, diseases. And like I said, I like for my show to start bringing awareness on any platform that I have. Uh, to just bring awareness to any cause that can help somebody. Uh, help get you know people doing more research. Maybe thinking about what they can do or bringing awareness to their platforms about, uh, if not the same thing, different things uh, and diseases. And when you, when you read on the ALS.org, they talk a lot about the treatments, um, some of the scans, the tests they do, They have local chapters. That's what I was looking for is how you can find an area if you want to talk to a chapter or help donate or, you know, give your time. And maybe you know somebody who's looking for a chapter. They have it on here and it tells in uh, different states. Uh, from what I'm seeing, it looks like you got about one, at least one in every state through the ALS.org site. And some have more than that, obviously, but at least one in every state, which is good. I live in Tennessee. They have the Tennessee chapter. And it's in Nashville, which is pretty much in the middle of Tennessee. I mean, as far as when you're driving, that's probably going to be a very somewhat uh, central location for the whole state to, you know, try to get to a lot of stuff is in Nashville. 
and they have walks. Register for a walk to defeat ALS. I think uh, that's one of the big things in their chapters is all the walks they do to better get research and raise money. And I, and if you have any questions, I recommend you do research and talk to somebody if you know somebody. If you're interested in learning more, uh, just do your research and, and get with the .org site for more information. And May is the ALS Awareness Month. If you Google ALS Awareness, they do have a 31 facts calendar you can print out for the month of May. I want to thank you for tuning in to my podcast, New Equals Reason. I'm your host, Deshaun Brown. Conversation is key to communication. So let's keep the conversation going until the next time. Thank you.